All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. Showed you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all fifty to seven. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. What's up, guys? Matt and Jack here, One Team, One Podcast, yes, back sir. to you again. Um, I, we had a little glitch there. Yeah. So, oh. whoa. Whoa. All right. A little jolt to the system. Come on. Uh, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, so baby. you never know. Um, oh. Y'all are coming in hot and heavy today. So y'all just had you, you oh, William yeah, and Cole. Oh, yeah, Radius, right. So y'all had the other podcast. We, we just recorded. We did. So we didn't know if we were going to be able to record this week. Okay. And then this got pushed back to eight, and I was like, let's record right now. Perfect. And there, that we did. We, so. We did some pizza rankings. A P- oh. And now, and and now they went to go get pizza from Gaddy's because that made Cole's top five pizzas in Baton Rouge. That's ridiculous. Because he's stupid. And he said it had sentimental value. Or something no, like that. that's ridiculous. I've eaten more Mr. Gaddy's in my lifetime than he ever has, <laughs> and it's not in my top 12. Who, who would be your top five pizzas in Baton Rouge? Top five pizzas. Just spitting off the dome. All right, so Roca. Is that one? Um, Probably close to it. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I mean, it's my four. So. Uh, Rotolo's Craft and Crust. Okay. That was my five. That was your five. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Lee's got to be up there. Florida Lee's my one. I don't know if it's my one. It's my one. I know. It's I know. It's just so good. You know what's really good? City Slice. Okay. Um, on Chimes. I actually haven't been since they got new management. And then Schlitz and Giggles for me. Schlitz and Giggles was my two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm we, good. We, I'm good. We, we got a similar top five. But this this asshole has Mr. Gaddy's? Yeah, he said like something about his birthday parties used to be there. Well, some shit. my birthday parties used to be at McDonald's. I, I said uh, my birthday parties <laughs> were at Chuck E. Cheese, and they're not even in my top fifteen. So there you go. Uh, Red Zeppelin, yeah, somebody Red in the Zeppelin chat. Red Zeppelin was my three. I Williams, not, William had them number one. Actually, I'm not as big of a Red Zeppelin fan. Okay, here's honest. my thing with Fleur de Lee. It they don't want you to like their pizza. They do everything they can to make you just go away. Yeah, they don't want you to. They don't want. They only pay cash. They only like, cash, no delivery. They won't. Yeah. They won't work with delivery sites. They they flick their ashes in the uh-huh. in the uh, in the sauce. Yeah, they do all that. I think that makes it. But better. the problem is their pizza is so good <laughs> that like mm. they they're trying to go out of business. Yeah. I think. So um, showbiz pizza wow, for the win. That's blowing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, pizza, man. Everybody go. Dude. These fucking guys go crazy look, with pizza. Look, we just did a full pizza review, so go listen to Radius whenever <laughs> Radius podcast on uh, One Team Media. Yep. Uh, that'll be on our Spotify, it'll be right? on our, our Spotify okay. or Apple Music, whatever you listen to. Um, all right, so big show tonight. We have uh, John Pete, uh, Peterson. I almost said pizza. 
John, John Pizza. John Pizza. John Peterson, former LSU golfer. Um, he he was actually literally in uh, Knoxville this past weekend. So we're going to talk to John Peterson about that experience. We're going to talk to him about some baseball and football, obviously. But we'll also talk to him about the U.S. Open coming up this weekend. So um, really great weekend, man. This yeah. is a, fun. Week. I know. I know. This is LSU was. You know, we would love them to be in the Coswell series, but I feel like they made yeah. it further than anybody could ever imagine. But um, I think we've all had our heads wrapped around this team not going to Omaha for mm, four months. Oh, when they were one four and eight, right, I was exactly. like, oh, this isn't a good team. <laughs> Actually, a- before that, I, I, th- I remember having Ben McDonald on before SEC came, and Ben McDonald was like, whoo, the pitching, just wait. Yeah. The pitching in right. the SEC is going to be right. killer. And sure enough, and I, I just didn't think we were going to have the hitting. and. We never really did, but um, all right. So big, the big, I guess the big news. I'd rather talk about pizza than Mike Bianco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. That's perfect, Travis. Um, yeah, Mike Bianco. I, I mean, what do you, what else can we say? All right, uh, what's the count on how many guys uh, Moscona has whiffed on with the coaching search? You know, another guy that's whiffed, and I want to get him on. Um, he's a great guy. It's Kendall Rogers with oh, right, D1 right, right. Baseball. Has Here's he whiffed the, on anything? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you know, and we, we – It's the same thing as saying that we whiffed, though. We try to, like – I just want to let everybody know what I hear. Like, that's exactly. all I'm doing. I'm exactly. not trying to report breaking news uh, or anything like that. I just want to, like – I want to be the message board that you don't have to pay for. Like, you follow us, right. and I'll give you the information that I hear. Here, um, here's the only mistake I think we made is that we said, okay, this guy's going to be the head coach. Well, what we should have said maybe O'Sullivan, is like, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. What we maybe mm. should say is like, it's definitely heading towards that. Yes. Uh, I think that's how people should take our tweets, actually. Yes. So I think it's on them. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Holy cow. <laughs> um, yeah, the O'Sullivan was, um, that's Woody's guy. Is I was told, that's Woody's guy. He's okay with the baggage. And when it came to it, um, Richard Lipsy said, nope, we're not going to do that, Woody. And Woody said, okay, I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's seeming like it's – the Pat Casey stuff just seemed like a complete smokescreen. Um, and I, it's hard for me to say smokescreen because you did bring the guy in and all that kind of stuff. But it got leaked out to the media that Pat Casey was going to be a guy that they're interested in. And LSU leaked it out. Kendall Rogers reports it and took the bait on it. Um, and I think a few guys did. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't understand. I don't necessarily understand why LSU would have done that. Only that I think there's a section of, of LSU guys that are, I guess, powerful enough to make these decisions. Yeah. Um, there's a guy. There's uh, our pizza guys right here. Pizza we got Mr. Gaddy. We got the top five Mr. Gaddy's we, pizza coming in You missed in right it. We here, just right? shat on Gaddy's pizza. Number two. Jesus. <laughs> you guys need to grow up. Yeah. Mm, Jesus um, all right. So let's get it's back to it. It's just Cole's fault. All right. So Pat Casey um, was Cameras the – right there, by the way. Yeah. Was the guy um, that Kendall Rogers was talking about. But he said, yeah, yeah, he's one of the top guys. LSU fed that information. Right. And I think it's because somebody in that LSU faction wanted Pat Casey. I don't think uh, Woodward did. Mm-hmm. Woodward leaks it out to the media. Do what? Switch the camera real quick. Oh, okay. You want to switch it off of these assholes? Yeah, just I don't like okay. I don't like having William in the shot, really. <sighs> I just don't think he deserves it. They might be in this one, too, so let's see. Um, <laughs> he's even yeah, more Yeah, they're in this right one. there. Yeah. 
So, uh, look, you're going to see these a-holes. Uh, we, we can do that, though. See? Oh, there you look go. There. Get him out of there. Um, <laughs> uh, so, all right. they LSU leaked it out. Yeah. And I think it's because somebody in LSU wanted it, wanted Casey. Woodward didn't want Casey. Yeah. Leaks it out. Obviously, it's a firestorm. Nothing happens because of it. And I feel like there's a lot of people playing against each other. The Mike Bianco stuff seems like it's similar. It's um, This was after the Hold the Rope documentary. Everybody comes yeah. in town. It Mike Bianco's there. Yeah. Everybody's there, and it's a big Mike Bianco party. <laughs> and talk about the worst thing. to I, If they could have done that after the season, because right. that was a firestorm for Palmineri, too, because everybody was right. like, man, y'all are, like, loving this pizza, bro. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You had it, I thought you had it four. No, I had it two. Okay, okay. Let's let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. I'm, I'm the, I know they're just These like the they're like oh this is the best pizza ever. <laughs> Birthday parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, all right. So now the Bianco stuff is coming out, and I think it's Skip and all the former players want Bianco. You hear Todd Walker. Was right. on. He. I heard him on the Ronnie Rants. Uh, <laughs> he blatantly. First said. First of all, let's talk about That's how wild. good Afr was today with Ronnie Rants as the host. Listen. I didn't listen. So much better. <laughs> Just really? replace him. Really. Ronnie yeah. Rants is so much better. He had. <laughs> he had uh, Todd Walker, Warren Morris, um, David Delucci. Wow. He had Fuck a yeah. yeah huge cast That's on awesome. today, and they were all talking about Bianco or whatever. That's awesome. Todd Walker, of course, wants. Mike Bianco and Todd Walker wants to be the hitting coach. He said he'll be the hitting coach. Like, I mean, right when he said that, I was like, all right, I'm on board with Bianco now. Or Bianco. Yes. What is it, Bianco or Bianco? Uh, Bianco. Bianco. Mike okay, Bianco. I've been saying Bianco. So. Yeah, so you're right. So, catcher for Ben McDonald. Ben McDonald's sure. going to stump for him. You know he will. Definitely. Um, ben McDonald, pitching coach. There was a report that somebody just tagged me on on Twitter. What's that? Saying um, that. It, I think it was from an Ole Miss 247 okay. report that Bianco uh, pr- would prefer to stay at Ole Miss is what it was said. I don't know exactly how how true that is or anything like that, but that's what they're saying, which is kind of like I, I don't know what to believe with that at all. Sure. I, I don't know how much to believe with this is like, okay, how much is this is LSU putting out there to dodge, deflect – um, and maybe their guy's still in the Coswell series. And if their guy is in the Coswell series, I think it's Tony Vitello. Oh, yes. Speaking of, you still Tony think Vitello, that's on the on the table? I was told that a lot of this was smoke screens, and that we've already talked to Vitello. There was already a number dropped. Out of good faith, Vitalo did not take an extension offer that number from was Tennessee. One point eight, right? One point eight. Yeah. He was offered one point five at Tennessee. Tennessee wanted him to sign immediately. Okay. And he said, eh, let's just wait till the end of the season. I want to play it out. Let's see what happens at the end of the season. Sure. And that was a good faith to Scott Woodward. The problem that LSU is going to have is, okay, you're going to wait, what, two weeks to make a hire here? Sure. And Vitalo could still tell you no. Yeah. So are you going to go back to Bianco at that point? Like, are you just going to be left out to dry here? And yeah. that's – I think they're trying that's to save possible. face too. Right. So I think there's a lot of it too. Um, all right. So a couple of things. Jude's oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Let's um, let's get to some of our sponsors too. Uh, Bank of England Mortgage. You guys see them here at the bottom of the screen. Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage. Uh, give him a call. Any kind of quote you want on refis, purchases. Uh, those guys are the the real deal. So. 
Call Patrick at Bank of England Mortgage. He can help you out. Um, River City Total Maintenance. Uh, Lucas Raguzzi, he's going to come back on next week. I'm going to get him back on. We'll talk to him uh, about some football because we wanted to get some football ramped up here. River City Total Maintenance, they handle um, – not just AC work, guys, and he's blowing up. He called me the other day, and his um, uh, it's not good. You're eating the pizza, and it's terrible. It's just, it's just cardboard. It's just yeah. It's just uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, River City's total maintenance uh, handle AC, but his his phone was ringing off the hook the other day uh, when I talked to him. Now they not only do AC work, but they also do electrical and um, some uh, plumbing as well. So, but North Shore, New Orleans area, give those guys a call. Relief Pools, that is Ben Landry at Relief Pools, also super busy right now. So give him a call. Get on the books Relief Pools. He is doing – he's knocking out pools like every day, bro. So y'all need to give him a call, especially for the summer months. It is 90 freaking degrees outside. So give him a call. Last but not least, Fred's. Our guys, Fred's over there. We were at Fred's this past weekend. We had a great time. Uh, William had a really good time. Did you get get laid that night? (laughs) No? Okay. You had your Dylan Cruz jersey on. You were, you, I mean, bro, you were rocking it, man. So Fred's over there. Go talk to our guys over there. Get you a screwdriver. They'll hook you up. Tell them that uh, One Team, One Podcast brought you. I bet you they'll give you a free drink. So, Dude, they have massive screwdrivers, too. They're huge. That, I know. <laughs> that one guy that we interviewed, it was on the it was Yeah, on the final, saw that on the video. It was on the final cut. Yeah. That's right. You know, no, he, that, that, that thing was massive. Last but not least, all right, let's, let's bring on our guy – um, John Peterson, the legend of bogeys in Baton Rouge as well. So, wow. Yes. Wow. The old school days. The bro. legend of bogeys. Wow. That's right. Unbelievable. What an honor. So you just wrapped up your uh, you just wrapped up your podcast, right? So for the people, tell us about it. All right. So I have a little podcast here in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. A little podcast. For the people. Modest. A little. Just little. <laughs> it's you know, it's only like number three on the rankings or something like that. Yeah, we have a little podcast <laughs> called For the People. Uh, we basically bring on what we think, which is you know the, the common thought of uh, who is a man of the people on the PGA Tour. And we try to pick guys that you'd want to sit down and drink at bogeys with. And that's, yes. that's who we have on. You know, we're not going to have on Bubba Watson. We're not going to have on Billy Horschel. We don't want those guys. You know, we had Sam Burns last week. Yeah. Who I've, I've been oh. to bogeys with. We've had, you know, we had Kevin Kisner the week before him. We had Harry Higgs the I week before Kisner. him. So uh, just men of the people. And it went great. You know, we had Steven Yeager. He's leading the Corn Ferry Tour money list this year, and he'll be on tour next year. Uh, I have a long history with Steven. Uh, we played each other in match play at the U.S. Amateur at Aaron Hills mm-hmm. in, God, when was that, 2011? Uh, but, you know, I brought that up because I whipped his ass on 18. <laughs> and, uh, you know, credit to me for being very good at golf back then. <laughs> uh, but but that's pretty much it. It went it went really well. It's a, it's an hour, and we'll drop it tomorrow. Awesome, man. So our, there was some controversy on the Corn Ferry uh, this past week, right? Did y'all talk about that today? Oh, you, yeah, you bet we. Well, did. yeah, we, there was we, a was there a literal fist fight on the Corn Ferry tour? I Is that what that. I hear? Yes, you're correct. You know there these guys a, personally? No, th- this oh, was okay. a Monday qualifier. Okay, this was a kid who averages who averaged seventy six. At his little college he played at. <laughs> and his dad, his dad runs a hedge fund up there and wherever. Beautiful. And so, you know, this kid had no business being in this Monday qualifier. Um, but anyway, he, he starts spraying it all over the course. And the other kid playing with him 
got frustrated because he'd been playing all right. And if you play golf, you know, it's tough to play with someone who's hitting it like shit everywhere. Sure. Um, but this kid's spraying it everywhere. And his dad's, you know, looking for his balls, all this stuff. They, this, the other kid doesn't help him look for their ball after like the 15th hole. Right. So they get to the next tee box and the kid and his dad are like, Hey, you know, why didn't you help us look for the ball back there? You know, you could have helped us look. And the kid looks back and says, well, you could have hit it straighter. <laughs> oh, baby. That's a good one. That's a and, good so, one. and so a fist fight ensues, right? And, and it's golf. It's golf, too. This is golf. So I, someone calls the cops, and, you know, we have an arrest made for someone. You're probably just you know, slapping each other on the face. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Why are you scratching me like that? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but actually, hey, somebody Colin. did say that. That 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 father was chasing the other kid with a club. No shit. Oh god. Yeah. All oh, right. So all right. That that was a story <laughs> that I wanted to ask you because I didn't know all the details. I knew you would know the details. I didn't even hear about this. Uh, yeah, I read a little bit and I was like, okay, I'm not even gonna read the rest. I I know I'm gonna get the real story here. Um, yeah. All right. You were in Knoxville this past weekend. You just decided to make a random trip to Knoxville for the LSU baseball super regional, correct? That's right. So how was it? Um, because all I know from my Twitter account is that it was probably bad. Um, and that a lot of people had bad experiences. I don't imagine you as ever having a bad experience somewhere, but, uh, there was a lot of stories about bad experiences and, um, it just looked like Tennessee fans don't know how to handle themselves. Would that be correct? That's it. So what happened? (laughs) All right. Look, I went in. I went in there with a couple guys that are way up on the TEF donor list. These guys are, mm-hmm. you know, I am. I am a small. I, I'm a peasant compared to these guys on the TEF list. So me, us three of us, right? We went in there. The older guys. These guys in their fifties, and they they had how you know I'd stayed with them during golf tournaments and stuff at their house. They had one of them lived there in Knoxville. So big LSU people, like big LSU people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get into the game and we're we're both hammered. Everybody's hammered. I was drunk before I left DFW. Like I met an LSU <laughs> fan in the bar before I got on the plane, and we started at six a.m. Like we were ready to go, and then they delayed us, so we got drinks on the plane. Anyway, by the time we got to Knoxville, we were ready to go. It was like noon, mm-hmm. and the game was a three o'clock game. The first game, uh, we get our tickets, and we're starting to walk to the stadium. And they've got a cute little stadium. It's it's about you know four thousand people. It's, it looked like a very, correctional facility, is what I said on Twitter. Yeah, it's very cute, very cute, quaint <laughs> place. But we're walking to the to the stadium from this little garage deal, and, and we're way outnumbered. I mean, there's hardly any LSU fans there that I can tell. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't that many. And uh, we start, you know, we start hearing chants and and look over and there's just a bunch of college kids just looking at us yelling fuck you lsu and that's fine <laughs> we get that like i'm on i'm an sec fan i've been to a lot of ballparks i've been yeah. to a lot of ball games seen a lot of opposing fans that's fine right. all right we lose we lose the game and we're walking out same thing like we've lost and we didn't lose we got boat raced mm-hmm. we got boat raced in both games so we're walking out and we're just stuff's just start landing on us. Like people, we don't know where it's coming from. There's three of us and there's 500 of them. Yeah. And we're, we're walking out, stuff starts landing on us. Kids are, kids are coming up to our face. I'm talking a foot, two feet in front of us and yelling, fuck you LSU to our face Jesus. after they've beaten us. 
This is the second have, game. This is the second game. I, yeah, I have okay. never in my life seen an opposing fan base. And I've been to College Station when we lost in a million overtimes. I was at right, Alabama right. when we so. beat them in 11 in the kicking game. Like, I've never seen in my life a fan base, and I'm used to it, as bad as that one. And, and never, never at a ba- – that, that was my argument, never at a baseball game. Right. Never no. have I ever seen fans act like that at a baseball game. Football, different crowd, right? Fi- yeah, football and baseball are just completely different crowds. It goes to back to, you know, this is a team – this is a uh, school that has not been good at a lot of things in a long time, probably since Pat Summit women's basketball. And it's like they don't know how to handle <laughs> <Yeah>. success and – with it being baseball first, they're a football school. They just don't know how to do it. Um, yeah. It just goes back to that, and they—they're—I mean—they're so defensive about it too. When you try to call them out on it, like you know, they're, <laughs> right. the first thing they say is, "Oh, okay, well, suck that tiger dick, bitch," or whatever. And I'm like, "No," right. I, I said, different. "Look, I said, different. here's the difference. I when I say suck that tiger dick, bitch, I'm talking about all of you." When you say "fuck you," you're talking about that one person. Right. So I'm trying to that's be right. all inclusive, you know. Well, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like they know that they they know that, and they haven't been good or relevant at any sport in years. No. So they're going to take full right. advantage of it, and uh, and they did, dude. I mean, it was it was to our face. There were rumors about dog shit being thrown on players while they're getting in the bus. I don't know if that was true. I don't know if that was verified. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus had to be cleared. They, I was there when they booed Maneri. Like, this is a legend. This is a college baseball legend. The man has won 1,500 baseball games right. in his career. Mm-hmm. And his last game is in your stadium. That is something that you should remember, be proud of, and you're booing him. It was just a terrible look for their fans. I wasn't surprised, but, man. It was it was a really it was a tough weekend. The hardest part of the weekend was walking to the car back and forth. Yeah. I mean, I it, I don't I don't understand the angst. Uh and LSU fans, we it was we were even lucky to be there. And I think that was probably the the uh thoughts on everybody's mind going into right. the to the weekend was like you know, we almost got beat in Oregon. So like it was one of our worst teams in 14 years. You know, going there, just getting there was probably good enough, and they they thought it was the damn Super Bowl. So, um, (laughs) you know, whatever. It was weird, right? It It was was very strange. We were happy to be there. They were like, they thought this was a rivalry. They're still tweeting us. Yeah, they still are. And I'm like, y'all should be concentrating on Omaha. John, I've muted so many accounts since you recommended. Yes, you recommended that to Jack. I think I've muted like 40 accounts. It was mute season. (laughs) Yes. And there, there's just something about someone else when they're angry at you tweeting into a black hole. That's yeah. so satisfying. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. So a lot of baseball chatter and you were, you were probably with some big wigs this weekend. Um, any talks on coaching? And I know Mike Bianco's name was probably floated and I'm sure Tony Vitalo's name was probably talked about a good, good bit this weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They both were. Um, you know, Godwin, Godwin's got to be, it's my, it's my favorite. I don't know about y'all. Uh, I hope we get Godwin, you know, the guy at what he's done at East Carolina, uh, he's, he made the, he made Omaha with Ole Miss when he was assistant there right, too. He's, right. he's got Omaha experience. I think it, what, how many supers does he have? Three or four at East mm-hmm. Carolina yep. right. and then eight, eight regionals. I mean, the guy's 43, right? He's not old. Uh, he's got a lot, he's got a long runway. 
And, you know, I think he'd appreciate the job as bad as that. I think he'd appreciate the job more than Bianco would. Uh, but, yeah, Vitello was, was brought up as well. Um, and, you know, I, I, he's just so full of piss and vinegar that, that I, I just don't know if he fits the LSU mold. Mm. Um, yeah, and I thought about that a lot. Mm. Just exactly what you just said with Vitalo. How much of that is because the Tennessee fan base is so yeah, childish? dicks. And how much does that come across that way? Like, if, you know, we have Will Wade, who a lot of people say the same thing about with Will Wade. And I absolutely love Will Wade and everything like that. But I don't know how much of that it would I was carry over. About Will Wade, too. Yeah. And, like, you know, we have a classy fan base and somebody like that just energizing. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe I'm overthinking that, too. But I don't know. I, I, I saw some of the antics. And I've seen that this year with Vitalo, even with the Arkansas stuff where he got in Dave Van Horn's face for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, um, I, I think the difference is that we have we have six national championships. We are the college foot or the college baseball program that every coach wants to be at. And you know, this guy, he's not a Skip Bertman. Skip Bertman never got out of the dugout. He he coached from the dugout just like Maneri did. Maneri was a. I think. You know, Woodward is a great AD though. Woodward Woodward is not is not Joe Oliva right. either. So so it wouldn't surprise me for Woodward to hire. To well, hire. and that's been um, the talk here is is Woodward playing PR games differently than we even realize. Where is he floating guys out there that he knows aren't going to be good um, PR candidates like Pat Casey? He's floating mm-hmm. them out there just to kind of like get everybody talking about somebody else while he's really behind the scenes working on something else. It sounds really great. And it sounds like he could be a genius, but at the end of the day, or, or, or is it just like things just aren't running the way it should be still. Right. Um, or is as it just that coaches. everything always gets leaked at LSU? I think that's probably the case too. Mass yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah. <and just> yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, going back to Godwin, if it was Godwin or Bianco, I would, I would assume something would happen tomorrow. Like if it, if it lasts until the end of the week, I don't know what we're waiting for. And if we're waiting, I would assume that we're just waiting till the end of the college world series or somebody else to be available to talk to them, and then the fallback would be Godwin or Bianco. And I, I just don't know if that's the case or not, you know? So what I, what I have heard and – You're pulling have, up a text yeah. right now. You're pulling up yeah. a text, and so you're like, what I've heard has literally <laughs> been texted to me. Right. Yeah, so what I'm, <laughs> what I'm looking at right here is that, that Godwin is interviewing tomorrow. Oh. oh really? Okay. All right, let's yeah. post that out. Jude, Jude? I need you to – or somebody God, needs to get on the Twitter. Godwin is interviewing tomorrow. So, Godwin is interviewing um, tomorrow. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That could be f- bad information. Per, but that is, per that is for about the people. The best, <laughs> that is about the best source that I could pick from LSU. So, per per uh, for the people it. podcast, Cliff Godwin is interviewing tomorrow. We're going to put it out there. Uh, I hope you're not afraid of that heat. Um, <laughs> have you listened? Have you listened to our show? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we're not either. So yeah. Uh, um, all right. So LSU football. Let's switch gears a little bit. What are your thoughts this year? I mean, so going for 2019 to 2020, obviously uh, disaster. Um, now we, it feels like everything's back to normal. Um, 2021. What do you, What are you thinking? Big big things, right? I would hope. Uh, 
I am thinking big things. I am the, too. The thing, the thing that worries me is we have another quarterback race. Uh, and we, it seems like the only year that we haven't ever had a quarterback race was 2019. 2019. And it seems like every year when this time of the year rolls around, we have a quarterback race. And how many great teams have a quarterback race in the middle of the summer? Not a bunch. Like Nick Saban seems to know who his quarterback is by July every year. Yeah. You know, but LSU, it seems like, oh, shit. Well, Miles might get some reps. And then if he does shitty, then, you know, Max will come in. Or, or I'm glad TJ Finley left, honestly, because that, you know, that's another guy we don't have to have compete for the spot. But yeah. this is standard LSU football, in my opinion. We, we just don't have a concrete quarterback this year. Maybe we will in a couple months, but I'd like to see that spot cemented before the first get before July. I mean, in a couple weeks, I'd love to see them be like, all right, you know, I don't care if it's Miles or Max, either one. I think they're both, they both are great, but just make make the damn decision, you know, a month before the season starts, like that. we did in 19. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think at LSU, we're so accustomed to thinking that quarterback battles are bad because it's always between two shitty quarterbacks. But I think this year it's actually between two good quarterbacks. That's true. So that's why I yeah. actually I, I think it's actually a good problem to have. You have two well, guys that are, like, I'm very confident with. That, the only only concern that we've had, and we've talked to Charles Hanegriff about this a few times too, right. about um, if, say, Max Johnson is the guy, um, and you came out right now and you said, hey, Max Johnson is our number one quarterback, would Miles Brennan transfer? <clears throat> and if he does transfer – are you – I mean, you're left with two scholarship quarterbacks at this point uh, with barely no time to really fill that gap. Um, and there was a thought that we could come out with Miles and Max at the very beginning of the season, and then it just goes into Max, and it's more for a roster management deal than anything else. You could keep your three quarterbacks on the roster because he's not going to leave probably after the season starts. Uh, Miles would, but I think if you go too early, and I think the consensus with a lot of us is that it's going to be Max. Yeah. Um, I think that he's got the team around him, and he's got a lot of confidence with the team. Jude is over there; he's our intern. He's Jude he's piss. he's on the he's in the backgrounds right now. I can see his head; he's shaking. He's typing Jude, right he's now, flaming. furiously typing. He's, he's upset. He's a big Miles guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, he's probably yep. Miles till I fucking die is what he just said. Yeah. Um, so Max Max Johnson to me I think is the guy. But they, what team are you on, John? Yeah. You have a team, Team Max. Yeah. Or team yeah Miles? I, you no, know, I'm on I'm on Team Miles. I'm okay. on Team, team Miles. Miles. I just love a guy that sticks around, yeah. pays his dues, and and waits for his shot. <laughs> you know, I just love the. He embodies college football, in my opinion. Max, or you know, Max is going to be our guy next year. He will be, no matter what. Um, but Miles Brennan embodies college football. And it, all these guys getting in the transfer portal and leaving if they don't get a spot and all this bullshit, like what Jamar Chase pulled on us last year, that kind of shit, I, I just can't stand it. I can't can't stand that. I, there wasn't a thought in my head when I was at LSU. All right, I you know, I didn't – I played my freshman year a little bit, but there wasn't a thought in my head that, hey, if I don't qualify for this tournament – I'm going somewhere else where I could play. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I got to get better and earn my spot, and then next year I'll play, right? That's that's what college athletics is about. You're not there to to quit if you don't start. Like, that's bullshit in my opinion. I love that Miles Brennan is still there. I love that he learned from Joe Burrow. I love that he learned from Joe Brady. And I think that 
all of those things this year could really help him even through this quarterback competition he's got this summer. Yeah. All right, question in the chat. Can Miles' dad make the badass shots that Max's dad can make? Have you seen Max uh, Brad Johnson's uh, trick shots on uh, – Friend of the podcast. On, yeah, friend <laughs> of the podcast, yeah. He's, uh, he's getting all these badass uh, – what is it, big – Bull, uh, Brad the Bull. Big Bad Brad. Big Bad Brad. That's right. Big Bad Brad, Big Bad Brad uh, on TikTok. He's blowing it up over there. So yeah. Brad oh, yeah. Johnson. He kills Super it. Champ. Um, no, he, Miles' dad can't do that, but he can make some mean barbecue shrimp. Oh, or uh, no, he can do uh, Bananas Foster. Or Bananas Foster. That's too. right. right. Sure. Uh, Brennan's. Brennan's yeah. family. Shout out. <laughs> All right, we got, <laughs> we got a couple of. Um, all right, we're going to run through a couple of segments with you, John. Okay, so. First of all, this is a brand new segment. It's called uh, the Moxie of the Week. So it's it's the guy who shows the most Moxie, and we're a big Moxie guys. All right. So um, put that up on the screen. Nope. Nope. Wrong, wrong one. one. Wrong one. <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> fucking, fucking interns. Bro. God, these interns. Jesus Christ. There we go. I got it. I got it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> big <time> Moxie. <laughs> All right, so Stanford pitcher uh, Brendan Beck insisted on wearing the black jerseys for Stanford at Texas Tech in 106-degree heat because it was going to be Texas Tech's funeral. Um, how do you feel about that right. one? That's right. Bro, That's that, killer, is, that is that is badass. Right. That is killer. I mean, I mean, when you see yeah. that, like you're just, I mean, you're a West Texas guy. Like when you see that, you're like, okay, this guy means business right here, right? Wearing black. Yeah, he- that's nails right there. I mean, you've got you've got to love that. Like you, you've got to love a guy with that kind of arrogance uh, that that shows up and he's pitching that night. I mean, there's no way he was losing. No, absolutely what they, what, not. They what they win nine to nothing. Oh, night? they smoked them oh, yeah. two games in a row. All right, so the next one, uh, since we're doing the Moxie of the week, we're also doing the Foxy of the week. Ooh, Foxy lady. All right, all right. Foxy of the week is Paulina we Gretzky. With, there we uh, go. Have a yes. day. Have jo- a day, Paulina. Have a day, Dustin. Dustin right? Johnson yeah. is so. So, hot. Um, have you? Have you? Yeah, Dustin Johnson's hot. He is smoking. Thank you, Jim. Um, have you met Paulina? Um, I have been around her a bunch. <laughs> I, I obviously know DJ, but I no, I have never. I've never met. She's very. She's one of those people. Like when I was at a tournament, or I was in. Uh, player dining, which family is allowed in player dining. Mm-hmm. You know, she she would be in there. If Dustin wasn't in there, she'd be alone at a table. But she would be like, her purse was in the chair next to her. Her like uh-huh. baby bag was in the other chair. Uh-huh. Her like hats were everywhere. She was at a six person table and had all the chairs covered. <laughs> you know, and, and she was on her phone. Like she obviously did not want to be messed with. Um, so no, I, I never met her, but I saw her a ton. And yeah, she looks she looks just like that <laughs> roger um all right so tell us a story of uh i think i've heard a story before maybe it was the masters you were leading the masters is that correct or was it the u.s open i think it was the masters correct yeah i was letting leading the masters through That's uh, right. through through one hole so yeah beautiful credit <laughs> so, to me credit to you. <laughs> any stories that you have for like a, like a tiger Woods story or anything like that Oh, the first time I met Tiger Woods was in the 2012 U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had pl- I was actually playing with David Toms on Saturday. Oh, nice! And uh, we were in the second to last group. I had made a hole in one on 13 that day at Olympic Club. He was behind Tiger and Jim Furyk were behind us. I made the ace on 13, 
you know, it was so loud. Everybody erupted, and Tiger had to back off his shot on the hole behind me because it was so damn loud. <laughs> I finished, finished, finished the round in the U.S. Open, do my media obligations, which, you know, took 15, 20 minutes, and then by that time, Tiger was finished. I was walking. I walked into the locker room, and I had to piss so bad. I went into the <laughs> locker room. This no one's season. in there. I was like, thank God. I had, you know, finally, I'm by myself. <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm pissing in the urinal. I'm like, ah, oh, wow, this is nice. No one's around. I hear the door open. I'm like, ah, shit, somebody's here. And I turn, it's, you know, and at the pisser next to me is Tiger Woods holding his dick right there. <laughs> <laughs> dick season. Dick season. Yeah. yeah, dick season. So, you know, he's, he, he, you know, I, I do like, I do a side eye. I do like one of those side eyes. And I, I look at him and I'm like, holy shit, that's actually him. I had never been, you know, within, 20 feet of him and he's like two feet from me. there's only two pissers in there and i look over and like he, it was one of those awkward deals where i look over at the same time he does we make eye contact while we're holding our dick and he, he goes he goes great shot great shot on 13 today and that, and that, and that was it oh that's beautiful it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty yeah. cool um some some i could tell my grandkids you know did he wash his hands after do you know I don't know, but I wanted to shake his hand after that. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't wash my hands. No you way. didn't wash <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so the next episode's coming out tomorrow, you're saying, right? For the people? Yep, for the people will come out tomorrow. We, we usually drop them pretty early. Uh, our guy's in San Diego. Our producer's in San Diego. So he gets them out tonight, and then he'll drop it about 4 or 5 in the morning. So on your morning commute, uh, whatever you're doing in the morning, if you got an hour, we'd love for you to tune in to For the People. For sure. And we'll send out the link for that, too. And our producer's sitting right here. Uh, I'm actually pointing <laughs> at him right here. So our producer is in Baton Rouge, and he's going to produce ours, and he's going to put it out there, you know, probably uh, later style. tonight. Producer yeah. season. The producer season, yeah. <laughs> uh, straight up nails. Credit to me. Um Bro, we appreciate you coming on. We'll, we'll have you back on again. Hey, so a couple of things. Uh, U.S. Open picks. We didn't even talk about the oh, U.S. Right. Open for crying out loud. Tory Pines. <laughs> have you played Tory Pines? What are, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, exactly. I've played Tory Pines probably 15 times. Yeah. 15? So what, Has the grass ever yeah, been we'll, that we'll, long when you were there as it is this week? So it's it's a hard tournament. It, you know, we sure. play there every January on tour, and and it's it's a very hard tournament in January. Um, and I think it's you know they're obviously it's going to be even harder this week. I know they're playing number six as a par four, and it's a hard par five. So it's a five hundred and twenty yard par four this week. Okay. Um, I don't see there's I don't see there being any way anyone shoots under par. I know I saw a tweet from uh, from Aaron Fleener. He caddies for JT Poston that all of the sprinklers were that were turned on were only in the rough. So they were watering the rough and not the oh, fairway. Boy, so they're going to roll. Um, yeah, it's going to be running hard. But, the, yeah, that's good if you hit it right down the middle of the damn sure. fairway. But if you're if you're bouncing in the fairway, the damn thing is going to go in the rough, right? Right, right. So it, I, I, don't, I don't see there being any way that someone breaks par. I, I think John Rahm is going to win. Uh, I think he's full of piss and vinegar after – what happened to him at Memorial? I think oh, that was total bullshit. That's a fun pick. Um, I mean, but it's, he's he's eight to one. I, it's worth a hundred dollars on him this week. Yeah. So all right, Devin, Devin, our um, our degenerate uh, intern in Austin, Texas. His picks for FanDuel were John Rom, Tony Finau, uh, Paul Casey, 
um, uh, Zalatoris. Uh, is it Casey Smith? Is that his name? Uh, no, Cham- Cameron. Cameron Smith. Cameron, Cameron Smith. Smith. And then Cameron Champ. Uh, those are his six. I think he's picking some long hitters mostly. And then I like that Zalatoris. He's hot, right? Yeah, he, he's got a bunch of bombers in there. I, I like that. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, Zalatoris is nails. You, you can't you can't bet against him any week. He's finished – shit, he's finished in the top 20 damn near every time he's teed it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you with John Rahm. I mean, he's got to be so focused, laser-focused on this one, right? Um, I mean, there was there any talk of like, okay – he are he won after Thursday. I mean, sorry, after Saturday's after Saturday. round. He's up six, right? He was up six. They didn't even get to his his shot total after after Sunday for what he was at Sun uh, Saturday. I know you can't do that, but like he would have still won even even without that. Yeah. So the, what I thought they were going to do, I thought Jack Nicholas was going to just barge in and be like, "Hey, you know, this is my tournament." John Rahm was up by a million. He's going to win, right? That's, that's what I thought that they were going to do. Mm-hmm. I thought Jack was going to cut it off at 54 holes, and that would have been it. But um, a PGA <sighs> Tour, they, they needed their sponsorship money. They wanted yeah, to make their you know, extra $10 million by showing Sunday, that's and, and that's what happened. So uh, I don't know if they paid him a severance or anything. Like I'm sure I know the PGA to, Tour right? was paying guys when they got COVID. They were paying them 100000 bucks. But obviously, a hundred thousand bucks compared 1. to one point eight million, right? Yeah, not even going to cover his flight home and then to the U.S. Open. So I mean that that could, um, that's a potential Tony Vitalo first year salary right that there is, that, that he is. just he just lost one point <laughs> yeah. eight million. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I just I love him this week. I love John Rahm this week. I don't I don't think there's any way he plays bad. Uh, he may not win, but I think he's a lock for a top ten. Right. Okay. Um, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, so what else? I mean, t- Torrey Pines is going to be super tough, obviously, yeah. every if U.S. You, Open is. If you hit the fairway, you're going to nobody. A, new, nobody okay. under par is your pick, right? No. Nobody. No way. Okay. Wow. No way. I got to adjust my – Take take it to the bank, dude. It's it's going to be – if you've ever putted on Poana Greens out there in, in California, it's a grass that no one ever putts on. It only grows by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and after, you know, noon or so they get bumpy and people walked on them all day and they grow, they, the, the, uh, the strand of grass grows straight up and instead of like Bermuda, which is, which grows over, mm-hmm. um, which was what we're used to here in the South yeah. and most people, but out there, you know, it grows straight up and it kind of has a clover ending to it. So it's, it's very, if it's not mowed, it's, it's going to be bumpy. And so after about noon, all those afternoon tee times every day, you know, your three footers are going to be bouncing around. Your five footers are going to be bouncing around. It's going to be impossible to make short putts. Uh, I I don't think any, and it's already, it's 8,000 yards. I mean, it's on the sea level. I don't see, it's like, it's like, it'd be like playing U club in Baton Rouge with cheese grater greens. That's about what it'd be like. (laughs) Speaking of U club. All right. So we have plans and I haven't really discussed this with the entire team yet, but possible golf tournament, one team, one podcast golf tournament at the U club. 
November 1st-ish. So I'm going to, I'm going to call Frank Gumpert out there and see if we can get it all hooked up. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to call you as a reference and see if you can get the price knocked down for me, obviously, but, uh, <laughs> they might, they might get it raised. After you your money, but. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll invite you guys out there whenever we do that. And we'll, uh, yeah, yeah we have a, we have a, a whole charity that we're looking at for it and everything. So I'll contact Come you on. for that for sure. Um, we appreciate it, John, uh, tell JJ, we said hello and uh, best of luck to TCU football this year. Tell them that. Uh, <laughs> I will. I mean, they need it. You know, those poor guys. You know, a little private school here in Fort Worth. You know, uh, all right, bro. We appreciate it. We're going to put out that breaking news that uh, For the People podcast posted out just a second yep. ago. So, um, all right, man. We uh, we will talk to you guys soon, and uh, we'll maybe we can do a guest appearance over there one day. So we'll see. Let's do it. Hey, we're right. happy to do a collab. Go Tigers! All right, buddy. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. All right, John Peterson joined us. Uh, guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, if you don't mind, and we'll be right back. Ether Insurance is dedicated to helping the businesses and people of Baton Rouge secure affordable insurance tailored to their needs. With our curated network of insurance carriers, we provide the best solutions for home, auto, life, and business coverage. Ether Insurance, powering and protecting your world. 2020 took a toll on all of us. If you're going through a divorce or custody issue, let Dejan Law Office be by your side in 2021. Dejan Law Office, fighting for what you deserve. 344-ANDY. Brandon Lejean here, courtesy Buick GMC. Turn him up. Call Brandon Lejean at 337-224-1867. Come see us today, courtesy Buick GMC. Hey guys. All right. So uh, another big shout out. We want to give you a, a couple other um, sponsors of ours. Bocock Brothers Cigars. Um, they have another shipment coming to us, uh, possibly tomorrow or the next day. Um, with the so we we still have the Connecticut um, cigars. We have like a half a box left, um, but we also have the we had the habaneros that they sent us. It's the purple and gold box. We ran out of those for vacation. Uh, William smoked about 20 of those himself. Um, I don't know what he laced them with, if he laced them with anything. But the ones you see on the screen right now are their Connecticut blends. They're great with coffee. Um, I smoke them in the afternoons, like driving around for like sales appointments, things like that. Um, but they're going to send us some Maduros, which are going to be the darker, uh, stronger cigars. They're going to send us some of those as well, along with some cutters and some um, – some ashtrays and stuff. So they got a whole bunch more stuff coming to us. I'm going to post that whenever they bring it to us. We appreciate all of their support. LSU guys, uh, they live in Houston. We want to give them a lot of support. And um, they've given Fred's a Fred's box. They have a Fred's specialty cigar box that they've given Fred. So they're partners with Fred's. We want to partner with those guys. They're great guys. Um, Mr. Fun's Travel. So, uh, give, um, give our guy, Jason Ramazan, a call at Mr. Fun's travel. He's setting up, um, setting up trips for UCLA right now. Um, they're all inclusive. They can pick the hotel. They, they come with the ticket to the game, all that. So give Jason a call. And last but not least, we just had, um, John Peterson on bogeys and Baton Rouge. 
<clears throat> bogeys a staple in Baton Rouge. I posted that today. I was sitting in traffic and I had my bogeys. I still have my bogeys cup right over here. I had my bogeys cup and I was like, oh, two staples in Baton Rouge, traffic and bogeys, <laughs> um, which is exactly correct. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah, John Peterson can attest that he spent a lot of time in bogeys. It took me and two and a half hours to get to Lafayette on, on Sunday. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was an absolute parking lot on I-10. Well, all right. So, yeah, traffic has been brutal, bro. And mm. along with the heat, I mean, it's been so fucking hot. Holy Christ. Um, this is me as and, hot as it's going to get. Me and William and uh, and Papa went and played on. Y'all uh, played together? When, Three? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you got to watch I, out. I, He'll I, have a heart attack. No, no, no. I told him, I told him after nine <laughs> we're going to see how he's feeling. And he was feeling fine because it was, it was overcast and it wasn't nearly as hot as it was supposed to be. Um. And then, yeah, like 17 and 18, he was looking pretty rough. And I was like, let's just finish this. Well, out. And I saw and his you, text. I swear to God, if you if you make any sort of noise, we're, we're quitting. <laughs> oh, I would have already had him in a golf cart if I was probably with him. But <laughs> speaking of dad, um, he gave me uh, something this weekend. And um, it's a new <laughs> segment that we're going to call. And it's usually going to be me probably doing the segment because I'm an old I'm man. Critique it. Um, it's the old man take of the week. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said, get off my lawn now. Get off my lawn. It's the old man take of the week. <laughs> the old man take of the week. Uh, I talked to dad this weekend. He was watching the Super Regionals, and he was like, he was feeling oh, like, man, I can't stand Notre Dame's batting helmets. I hate them. What is this voice you're doing? It sounds like Skip Burton. Oh, sounds like Skip. Oof. Oof. <laughs> oof. These batting helmets. I was actually watching the game when he said that, and I was like, oh, these these helmets are cool. They're, I thought and then they I look cool, too. Of course, I immediately get a text from Papa saying, oh, oh, these, these are, are terrible. terrible. Now, you agreed with them. No. No, I did not. You I, said you did, at least. Maybe no, I thought they were him. fine. I, I think I, was, I said, what do, what do you expect? They're called the, gold, the uh, Golden that's right. Domers. That's, that's what you said. That's what you said. What that's do you right. expect them to do? Okay. Um, so I, I don't but mind these at all. Those helmets are awesome. I, I thought they were, I thought they were good. That's great. They look, I, mean, I mean, they're beautiful. They used to do so football. They used to do a like a gold helmet that was like a dull like gold. Matte? Yeah, and it it wasn't like it is now. Like it now, it's like a gold gold. Um, and I I think now it's it's better than it used to be. Um, but I don't mind this at all. Like if they're the golden domers, why wouldn't they do that? Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. It, so it's the old man take of the week. Um, it's completely like it's completely. Over the rails. Yeah. Like, nothing can be the same. You know, John Peterson had an old man take of the week. He was talking about it, and I almost almost called him out on it. His mouth was burning take? Yeah. Like, uh, these guys got to stay around, and they got to stay here for a few years, and, uh, you know, all that. Like, that's, old, that's an old take. Here's something about that. I'm on Team Max because I think Max is better. Yes. And I think he has more potential because he's younger. I want Miles Brennan to do very well, and I would, you know, I'm cheering for him to win the job this year. But I'm, I'm on Team Max just because I think it's better for LSU if he wins the job. All right, so Ryan Dunn has got some questions in the chat. Are y'all related? Yes, I am Jack's uncle. Um, uh, uh, my you are? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I'm your uncle. Your You're fun my uncle. uncle. Your fun that's uncle, right? right? <laughs> Um, and Nobody ever rebels against their fun uncle. What's our What's our connection to Bogies? Uh, they're a sponsor. Yep. Uh, Clayton uh, is a sponsor of yep. ours. So, 
Uh, that's our connection uh, to bogeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually done a podcast there before, yep. so we'll need to go back out there do another show. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and we'll connect with uh, with um, Jared Foster out there. Sure, um, sure. Too, but I want to I want to switch gears to football maybe for the next episode here and start going towards a football uh, schedule here because we're going to be ramping up. I mean, right. we have seventy nine days until the next. Till the to the UCLA game. Yeah, I think that's the thing with football is that we can talk football easily for two hours straight. For sure. Yeah. Um, easily. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, preseason, like uh, there was a, I think it was a running back list that came out. Um, okay. LSU wasn't in the top five running backs. In the SEC. In the SEC yeah, coming no, out. We wouldn't be. We won't be, but we will be at the end of the season. You think so? There's a few. There's a few of these lists that at the end of the season. Are you saying like our running back room or like any individual running back? No, a running back room. Oh, how are we not included in that? Because we don't have the production. Like the, sure. if you're just looking at production and you're looking at yeah, TDP so. and you're looking at Emory. Yeah, all those rankings look at stats anyway. So yeah, yeah, you're, no, they're, you're not, not gonna, seeing. They're not going to rank high on that. Yeah, you're not seeing the production, and you're looking at A and M. Alabama, which always pumps out running backs. Alabama's even. just in there because they're Alabama. I don't yeah. even know who the running back room is. I mean, was I it? I guess they have Trey Sanders. Trey Sanders. If he can say healthy. Is it Robinson? Uh, no, no, no. That's a Texas guy. Uh, Brian Robinson. <laughs> Brian Robinson. Uh-huh. He was like, he's been like a third stringer for a few years now. Yeah. Um, I think people yeah. are just assuming he's really good. It's probably A&M's a has got assumption. Spiller. Um, A&M, right. And Auburn's got uh, people, Tank Bixby. I hear people say that South Carolina has a good running back room. Yes, they, well, they have they a they good have. running back, starting running back. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Like, Harris. Is it Keon Harris? I want to uh, say not, Keon Harris, not actually. Not Keon, I don't think. But Harris, I think, is his okay. last name. But okay. he's he, he ran all over LSU like everybody else He did. might be the starting running – I mean, the best running back in the SEC. Maybe Tank Bixby and him, yeah, one Tank. of them. Or well, Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller is pretty good. Yeah, but I think Isaiah Spiller just benefited from a really good uh, O-line, you know? Who's got the better show, AFR or AYS? None compared to OTOP. Appreciate that, Ryan. Wow. No uh, comment. Who's better? Yeah, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> AFR or AYS, none, none comment from no moi. No comment. Nope. Um Let's see. What else we got? Try to provoke us, Ryan. Yeah, try. Yeah, you, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to be able to. Get out of here. Um, Actually, stay. Please stay. <clears throat> so, the other – I think another thing that popped up today was um, best wide receiver duos. Oh, in the last, like, 10 years or something? Yeah, yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, um, it was Chase Jefferson, uh, and then there was Jeff uh, Judy Ruggs. I know there was the West Virginia guys, Tavon Which Austin. That, by the way, that should be Judy uh, Smith, by the way, not Judy not Ruggs. Not Ruggs, right. those are the best two. Um, you could actually argue Waddle Tavon Smith. Austin and um, I forgot the other guy's name. Kevin White or something? No. One of the white guys? Not white guys, but he, his last name he was white. Definitely one of white guys. <laughs> that wouldn't yikes. Make a, that wouldn't make a white receiver Cole list. was like, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Cole's like, let me get any more Mr. Gaddy's left. Backtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I thought it was another guy. A uh, guy who plays for the Giants now. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Um, and then I don't know who the other one was. Well, I think the con- the, the controversy with LSU fans was. It's just is LSU it, versus Alabama, really. Yeah, but was it Jefferson Chase or, or Jarvis Odell? Yeah, Jarvis and Odell. It's not close. It's just not close. Well, all right. So Preston guy, our guy Preston, had a comment mm-hmm. about this, 
And he said, well, if you took Jarvis and o- – this is a complete hypothetical, which I love. If you take Jarvis and Odell and you put them in the 2019 offense, what would it look like? Would it be better than Jefferson and Chase? I don't, I don't know. Dude, you I don't know? know. I that's, don't know. That's a that's tough. fucking tough one. It's 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 a good hypothetical, right? It is right? a good hypothetical. Uh, I mean, okay, here's here's where I'll go. Uh, Chase, both uh, Chase and Jefferson both have better hands than Odell, right? We all agree on that. In college, yeah. No, just altogether. Uh, it's close. I don't Odell, know. Odell it's close. drops. Odell still drops a lot of balls in the NFL. I know he makes crazy catches, but he drops a lot of balls still. Okay. He he's he has the most drops of any of those four, right? He might be the best natural talent of any of those four. Mm-hmm. I would, th- I would, I would say it's so. Um, but he also makes the most mistakes. Um, hmm. Chase is just the most solid of any of them. I'd say Chase is the best of those four. Jarvis and is then, very solid too. Jarvis is very solid, but he's almost an afterthought. Well, he was a better. I to me, he was a. I shouldn't say that. I, th- I thought he was a better college player than he is a pro player. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think he's, he's still, a great he's still, pro, pro like, player. Right, yeah. Here's the thing: they're all all four yeah. of these guys are insane. But uh, but somebody like Odell didn't really blossom to me until he got to the pros because sure, of right. the passing game sure, and all that. Sure. But I thought I thought Jarvis Landry f- felt like a better player when he was in college than he did. Although in the pros. I was I was surprised when he had success in the NFL. Honestly, Jarvis Cause, Landry because yeah, I just didn't think he was athletic enough. Mm. Jeff, Jefferson's off to the best start out of any of them. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, Jefferson right. just had the right. best rookie wide receiver season ever. Yeah. So yeah, and then, then we're about to see what Chase is going to do with Joe Burrow. Oh, it's going to be really good. <laughs> it's uh, going to be good. Spoiler alert. Have y'all gotten a, a Bengals jersey sick. yet? No, I want no, to. I'm not going to. I, but to. I don't buy football jerseys, really. And the one time I got a football jersey, it got messed up a little bit. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you got me a football jersey, which I can no longer wear. The jersey didn't get messed up. <laughs> Oh, you were we talking <laughs> they, about the Darius Geist they, jersey? Andy and Cole bought me a Darius Geist jersey, and now that's my only fucking jersey that I have. The only jersey like, that Jack's got well, is I can't a Darius wear, Geist can't jersey. Wear Maybe I rip off the Geist and I put like hey, a... Hey, uh, who, I, followed like, up with a, I followed that up with a legendary jersey, which was the Kingfish. Kingfish. Oh, facts. My Kingfish jersey is, is a great jersey. That is a great jersey. I wore it in the, in the video. Y'all yeah. should go watch. To Fred's, yeah. yeah? yeah. Um, all right, Radius, so... by the way. Shout out to the radius. radius. The radius podcast, bro. That's who sparked like, the uh, the pizza debate earlier. Yeah, so coming. That's why we got Gaddy's in the room. Yeah. So uh, what? Where did y'all go today? They went to Gaddy's. Only Gaddy's. Yeah. yeah, that was post. No, no, no. So like, okay, we did. We all like gave our top five on right. the episode today. Right. And then they got really hungry and decided let's get pizza right now. I hadn't eaten like all day, and then and we started talking about pizzas for about an hour. For some so reason, was, we listed. I was starving. We listed. Some, and so you're like, we listed Mr. Gaddy's. Yeah. <laughs> We listed some ten great pizza places, and they decided let's go to Gaddy's. I'm sure we could make it. My number two, based off nostalgia reasons, not just taste. Let me teach you guys how to do this for real. (laughs) All right, go to the place and say, "Hey, I'm doing a pizza review, and we're with a podcast, and they're gonna give you a free fucking pizza." They're not gonna give us a free pizza yet. You know, we're not as we're not as big. No, if you sell it like matches did to us, I kind of I want to give them a free pizza right now. (laughs) Exactly. It's pizza. It's dough. Pizza I, mean, I don't. But it's it, dough I don't with know. sauce. Like it's cheap. Yeah. Like everybody at Gaddy's though, 
that was working there looked like they were about 15 years old. That's not correct. you're not going to Mr. Gaddy's. Except the manager. You're yeah. gonna go to like a good place. The manager's right. like 80. I'm probably <laughs> never gonna eat Gaddy's. Pizza and you're gonna again. come in with your camcorder, William. Yeah. Go in here with camcorder. Look all official. Get your microphone, and they're gonna be like, oh. Yeah, what's your guys? Uh, yeah, I think I've heard of y'all. Like, no, you've never heard of us. Well, we're part of Don't one say that. On podcast. I know you've probably heard of them. So. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You get to drop it. That's fine. Whatever you need to do. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get you set up on a YouTube. You got to y'all got to get we're, just we're, go we're out there. We're gonna get some. Uh, we're gonna get some videos going. I mean, I I had to do thirty two old fashioned reviews. Yeah, thirty two. Which you which you thoroughly enjoyed. I did, but <laughs> it was my wife's idea, and then by the end of it, she was like, "Why." Where are you? I'm like I'm at. I'm doing another review. I have to knock these out. You should have yeah. been like, I don't know where I'm at right now. <laughs> no, there's no way I can do that. No, you'll see one day. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna wrap it up here. It's been a good night. Uh, we had John Peterson on. We're gonna post that breaking news. We need to post that too. So on the Twitter Jude account, hasn't been posted yet. No, but what it's on doing? Twitter. He didn't have the Twitter. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. So oh, we'll he can post it for Michael Scott. I'll just do Michael Scott. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, go and all right. So go follow us on One Team Media on Twitter as well, and check out our YouTube page. It's One Team One Podcast on YouTube. We have the function. We have bogeys and bourbon. We have Stadium Drive. It just came back. Um, oh yeah, they yeah. just relaunched. Yeah, yeah, those guys are going. They're are going they, strong. So are they? Um, they they're talk out of Georgia. About- all SEC or what, yeah. do they, what do they do? So they're out of Georgia. It's close to the Georgia, the Georgia, Florida line area. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're sponsored by a beer company out there too. Georgia beer company is very what nice. it's called. I talked to those guys Creative the other day. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I wonder where they got that name. I mean, you know those people out in Georgia. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but they're super, super funny guys. Um, so you guys check them out. They're, they're a good follow on Twitter as well. Uh, they'll have some breaking news every now and then with some um, Georgia and Florida State ties. Sure. They have a few of those. I've seen that a couple times. Um, so they have a lot, a lot of connections out there. So yeah. uh, check those guys out. But they don't, they don't, um, they have a good time with it. Sure. They don't. We. I don't want to have. I don't want to be associated with anybody that's taking things way too seriously. And yeah. uh, that's kind of what we're doing. Heated agreements coming back here Heated soon. Agreement. So. I'm going to get with him. Um, and then uh, Crimea River podcast yep. out in Lutcher uh, doing big things. The Lutcher boys. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the river over at the River Parishes. Uh, those guys are funny, man. They do snowball reviews out there. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, that's right. I've yeah, seen that. Those guys are funny, bro. That is good stuff. Um, firecracker reviews. Fireworks reviews. They do they do that. fireworks reviews? Fireworks reviews. They went out to the local fireworks places and did reviews. Uh, so they're funny too, bro. So uh, go check it out on One Team, uh, One Podcast uh, YouTube account. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Um Go uh, oneteamonepodcast.com. I'm going to have some new yep. gear. I'm going to try to get some more stuff out this coming week. Yeah. Uh, we had the uh, Bitch I'm From uh, Louisiana hats that I just posted again on on uh, social media the other day. But then we did our Fred's giveaway for our T-shirts. So if you guys missed that out, um, we'll, we may be able to post some stuff online for that design too. So uh, we appreciate everybody again joining us tonight. Radius podcast guys are here tonight. We're going to eat some uh, Mr. Gaddy's pizza. It's going to taste like cardboard, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, It was was bad, y'all. All All right. It was bad. One team, one podcast. Logan out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go. One team. One team, one podcast. Relax, big boy. One team, one podcast.
one podcast? One team, one podcast. Yeah, they do a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast.